right. Hello, everyone. I hope everyone is doing well, staying safe, and it is so great to say this. Welcome back to Invitacast. It sounds catchy, right? And that was exactly what I was aiming for. I wanted to catch your attention. This is really a podcast for you, a place for us. Now, I am pumped. Let me tell you why. Hold on. I know you are pumped as well. We have officially kicked off season two of Invita Life Podcast. Season two. That is amazing. It tells me that people are engaging. People want to share their story, their passion, and what have you. And they are engaged, and it is incredible. I've met some amazing people through these podcast series episodes, and it is so uplifting and inspiring to see the work that they are involved with and just what they are doing. It is, I'm just, it's just adding. It is just adding so much momentum. And I am pumped to see what this season has in store for us. You know, the main focus and what has always been our focus here at Invita Life is to provide opportunities for not only environmentalists, but really anyone who has an appreciation of nature or has experienced the reality of climate change to have this platform where they are able to share and narrate that appreciation or experience to the greatest extent possible with the most significant impact. Now, these past months can be summed up with several words, strange, uncertain, scary, and it really puts many things into perspective. But I think the big picture and the takeaway is how connected our planet is not only in an economic sense but really through a humane aspect you know you see acts of compassion people helping other people you see acts of heroism and you can't be numb to the fact that our world and the health of our planet is much more connected to each of us than how we put it out there to be or how we perceived it to be now what i mean by connected to each of us is that we each have an influential role in creating actionable change on large scales through individual efforts. You know, I've had opportunities to really reflect on the ideology on just how, just exactly why I am here. You know, the usual questions we ask ourselves, what is my purpose? And I can't speak for anyone else out there, but if you have ever contemplated or reflected upon where you are, where you've been, where you are heading in life, know that I have jumped on board with that and you are not alone. Um, What I mean by reflective moments is literally just that. Sitting down, for me at least, majority of the time on a patch of grass in the middle of nowhere or on the peak of a mountain you know just being still being in existence and in harmony with the elements and life i think you you sort of know when you are in complete harmony and peace with not only yourself but with nature 
<clears throat> when you are able to tap into a combination of gratitude and solitude simultaneously. During these reflective moments when I was embarking on such a journey, I made it a I made it in a, an objective, right, to trace back to the beginning, you know, where it all started for me, where my passion derived from and was ignited from. And to my own realization, it was not what I had expected. But it was exactly what I had anticipated. And I know that's kind of confusing, but let me break it down for you why. Um, so when I was younger, I spent a lot of my time outdoors, literally. Um, if there there was anything outdoors we could do, we were doing it. Um, although we spent a lot of time outdoors, the majority of that time spent was near or in the water. There was just something about its powerful yet still presence that I was just so fond of and gravitated towards. Um, a large part was mainly because where I grew up, you were in constant view of the water. Literally, it was always near your face, figuratively speaking, of course. I mean, so much that you can drive no more than 15 minutes without seeing water and i'm not talking i'm not only talking about lakes rivers and what have you i'm talking big blue pacific ocean water um and really a lot of my passion starts from here <laughs> when i was thinking back to the story of how my passion was sort of ignited it's somewhat comical and not what you would think let me share with you why. So I grew up nearby the water and every day I would adventure the area. Um, I grew up in a small community, most likely the smallest one on our island, but within our community, right, was so much history and interesting things to do, especially outdoors, you know, surrounded by nature. Now, I remember when nature actually affected me and changed my view on life literally all right you ready so there were many occasions when nature flexed its muscle and reminded me to remain humble but i'll talk about that towards the end um where was i sorry i was getting sidetracked oh yes passion passion right so one day when my brother and i got off school and it was hot the entire day i'm talking humid humidity at its finest you could have most likely held an ice cream cone and within minutes, it was cone soup. Get it? Okay, that was cheesy or probably confusing if you've never had corn soup before. So we wanted to go snorkeling in the bay behind our house. It, it's pretty amazing because coral reefs surround the entire area. And if you think the vibrant colors were beautiful from ashore, imagine being right up close to it. Freaking beautiful. So we went off um, and my brother wanted to fish. So he was spearfishing and I was just snorkeling that day. We were kind of out there. Like I could still see the house, but we were quite far out there enough for me to barely see the house. Uh, if that makes sense. So we were out there literally. Um, my brother was ahead of me trying to catch our dinner. Fishing was a common tradition and uh, in our household and I was behind him you know I was so engaged and just in awe of the colors of the coral reefs I'm telling you um, 
telling you, the one that I've come to terms with is that no matter how long or how many times I see coral reefs, it will always leave me in awe. Even at a young age, I was taught to respect nature to the greatest extent possible, and it will return that same respect, maybe in different ways, but it's a full cycle of events, right? So with that in mind, I try my best not to harm in any way the coral reefs by either situating on them, standing on them, or trying my best not to, you know, um, harm them in any way, whatever, you know, whatever the case um, but in this situation, I remember that my goggle strap had broken for whatever reason, and I needed to be somewhat grounded, as ironic as that sounds, as I was swimming to try and fix it. Little to my own knowledge, when I had tried to step on the nearest rock of some sort, I would be embraced by what we call fire corals. And let me tell you, with one word, Ouch, ouch, the, bur the burning sensation was nothing that I've ever felt before. It wasn't, it wasn't like excruciating pain, but it was burning enough for me to provide tears to the salty ocean water. <laughs> my brother from afar could hear my wimpish cry and oh boy, he took advantage of the opportunity to make fun out of it. Um, <laughs> he swam up close to me and he told me not to cry because it would make the pain worse. If that was the case, on a scale from 1 to 10 on how much I was crying, the pain grew worse with each second. So it kind of exceeded that scale. Now, mind you, I was probably only 8 or 9 during that time, and I haven't fully developed the manhood pride as I do now, but I think at that moment I developed a little of it. So, you know, uh, my brother helped me out of the water and carried me for a good amount back home until I could see the house. I could, you know, see and point out things around the house. And I noticed my dad was standing waiting for us to make sure we were okay. And I didn't want to seem like something happened and the pain, you know, from stepping on the coral had already somewhat faded away. And so I knew that it wasn't too serious. And if my dad knew that something had happened, most likely he wouldn't allow us to go out anymore. So <laughs> my brother put me down. He actually threw me down. He didn't put me down gently. He threw me down. He's like, hey, <laughs> you need to walk from here. And it was already fairly close to the house. You know, so he told me that I needed to walk because if I did it and my dad found out that something had happened, he wouldn't let us go out anymore. So I did just that. And my dad, who is an experienced fisherman, already knew that you know, something was wrong that I stepped on a fire coral, but he played along with it because he already knew that it wasn't too serious. So <laughs> he asked why my foot was red. And I told him that I wanted to make foot signs or something like that. So I used a red marker to, you know, uh, color my feet so we can make foot signs. And, you know, he played along with it. He played along with it. He was like, oh, I thought you had stepped on a fire coral or something because if you did, we needed to have our dog take a piss on it so it could be cured. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I think back and it's kind of funny because I think back and I'm like, what if? What if that would have actually worked? That, that might have been the cure. I was like, it might have worked. I don't know. 
but yeah it was just i'm kidding but the moral of the story nature impacted my life and literally ignited a fiery passion so you know i think the biggest takeaway for me is that you know when you are in a position where you are able to sort of tap and reflect into you you know your recollective memory on what has really you know what sort of events transpired that has led you up to a specific position um, in your life where you have found your passion you are pursuing such uh, passion and you are really creating actionable change it's always going to be different for everyone and I feel regardless of the differences we all share this common thread that we all have a beginning and you know we are experiencing you know the middle part of the phase and you know trying to reach the end goal and whatever end goal it is you know it, it has a beginning so for me that was the beginning me stepping on a fire coral in the middle of the in the middle of the ocean really and you know thinking back now if my dog had the sort of cure that I was searching for but yeah uh, that's my story that's really how my passion was ignited to sort of be in this journey of environmental progression and this entire environmental movement and really has inspired me to start being the actionable change and the change that I you know sort of want to be a part of want to see you know upon the rest of the world and that is my story I hope it was inspiring (laughs) and I hope that you know uh, you feel inspired to know that uh, passion is something that is burning inside of me and it's something that has always been a guiding light in everything that I pursue